I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to the Inspired Weekly Podcast, episode number 10, 10 ways to recharge and reconnect with the true you. Hey friend, it's Jessica with the Inspired Weekly Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I hope that you guys have had a great start to your week. Last week was very cool and awesome for us here in the Lad household. Pretty awesome things happened, two to be exact. We had the first not even listed yet showing at our house and they offered full price. And it was like, oh my gosh, how in the world? And we just feel so blessed. And we feel like the people who will live in this home will be completely blessed as well. So what that meant for us is that we had to kind of act quickly. We are set to close in the middle of September. So we actually put an offer on a house that we think will be perfect for us. And we accepted a counter offer on that home. So we are so, so excited. And we know that it's just the beginning stage of the process, but you never know what might happen. So for now, we are all set to close next month. And life is just really a lot of things right now. And I'm feeling a lot of things right now. My house is nearly perfect after living here for four years. And I am sad that we have to leave in a month. But at the same time, I am learning to enjoy every last second of time that we have here. We put our heart and soul into this place. And maybe some of you know, some of you listening right now, know that we bought this house when we still lived in Michigan. So, of course, the journey and trekking back and forth that my husband had to do almost every free weekend was spent working on it, and I spent hours looking for materials and design ideas, all from Michigan. So, lots of travel, lots of going back and forth, and we kind of bought this house sight unseen, we, we purchased it and then we kind of came down here and looked at it and realized, yep, it was definitely a good choice because we were going to have to remodel the entire house. So needless to say, we got to move in after six months of remodeling this place, our first home in Tennessee, and we got to see our, all of our hard work pay off. And I know we are going to do the exact same thing in our next house. We are going to kick butt. We already have plans to redo the kitchen, the bathrooms and the floors. And I just know it's going to all work out because we really do work very well as a team. With all of this craziness going on, (laughs) I have spent a lot of time on my phone again, you know, repeating the same process of when we were researching things and looking for design aspects for our first house here in Tennessee. And so I've been pinning like a crazy woman painting, doing something to fix up the house. And through it all of the Russian excitement of a new home and the fact that we got an offer before ours was listed is crazy. And then, you know, mixing everyday life into that equation, it can be really exhausting. I know I sound really hyper. And that's mostly because I'm actually recording this on Monday, the day before this launches. But literally, I am ahead of the game and feeling so confident. So heck, Yeah, 
But anyway, feeling exhausted from all of the changes and all that. So I have to quickly remind myself what I talked about last Tuesday because I need that for myself. So if you caught the episode from last week, you'll know that I talked about white space and how much I enjoyed those few quiet moments on my couch looking out my window and that in the hustle and bustle of the day and the mix of unexpected, we're kind of left feeling drained, right? And the purpose of last week's topic was to let you know that we all deserve a break sometimes. So last week we discussed how to make room for margin in our calendars, how to make room for white space, even just for a little bit of breathing room. So today in the show is kind of a buildup of that topic. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what to do in those moments of white space. And most importantly, the idea of disconnecting from the outside world to recharge ourselves. So important. So excited for this one. Are you ready? Let's do this. First off, how often do you plug in your phone throughout the week? Three times? Five times? More than that? Chances are we plug in our phones as soon as we see that low battery icon at the top, right? I definitely do. I realized over the weekend that as soon as my phone will flash that 5% battery warning at me, I jump up and I immediately plug it in to recharge it. However, I ignore the warning signs when it comes to my own mental, emotional, and physical health batteries draining. Do you ever feel this way too? Why is it that we make sure our phone batteries are at 100%, but we so often forget to recharge our own? Why are we so quick to make sure we stay connected to what's going on on Facebook or Instagram, but miss so many opportunities to stay connected with ourselves? When was the last time you recharged and reconnected when you had no energy left to give? How often do you face exhaustion in your days? One of the main benefits of creating enough white space in our day is to help with just that. We can disconnect and unplug from what's going on outside of us and reconnect and recharge with our inside world, the true you, your heart, your mind, and your body. It's no wonder we are exhausted in a world that screams to us that busy is a way of life. It can be challenging to find time for ourselves. And most often, that time is at the end of the day when we've done all of the things for everyone else and for our house. And at the end of the day, we just want to crash. So I'd like to offer that in honor of the 10th episode here on the Inspired Weekly Podcast, I want to talk about 10 ways to recharge and reconnect with the true you. Number one, get outside. I can't tell you how much I needed nature in my life when the lockdown happened five months ago. It was literally like a slap in the face to stop worrying about being perfect with everything with homeschool, with my business, with cleaning the house, all of that. But during a time when I felt called to share my homeschool journey with others, my life shifted. I realized we didn't need to do worksheets day in and day out. We can learn just by being in nature. So what happened as a result of this shift in my life, my son and I took walks every day. 
We took a walk every single day in the month of April. I answered so many questions, not only about trees and bugs, but about life. My son was more curious about his surroundings and what nature can do for us. We can learn so much about ourselves when we get outside in the woods to explore all the beautiful things around us, connecting with the sights, sounds, and smells of the outdoors. We disconnect from our screens and reconnect with ourselves and our family. There is something so cleansing when we breathe in the fresh air that, let's be honest, we often take for granted. Walking barefoot in the grass keeps you grounded, feet firmly planted. And the best thing about nature is, hello, it costs nothing to surround yourself with it. It's completely free. Number two, the power nap. (laughs) We seem to be more sleep deprived than ever before. With our running to-do list checked off, we're left to wonder if there's anything more we can do in our day. Plus, with the recent lockdown and pandemic that we're navigating, and we have been navigating, we are busier than ever before. Or maybe you experienced a slowdown. Chances are, it's been a little busier for you trying to figure out how to juggle everything. But... Studies show that a 20-minute nap during the day can increase productivity and improve your mood. I can't believe how powerful it is to rest or sleep for a short time during the day. Last weekend was another weekend full of doing things for our house, and I was exhausted. And I found myself lying on my bed, and the next thing I know, I woke up from a 30-minute nap, you guys. I was refreshed and ready to tackle the goals we had set for the day. I'm telling you, there is just something about resting and sleeping during the day that is so, so powerful. When we are beyond exhaustion, our bodies definitely find a way of telling us to slow down. Even when we tend to ignore the signs of energy depletion, our bodies will force us for sure into a mode where we have no choice but to rest and relax. Number three, revisit your why. A lot of the reason we get lost and off track is when we get so caught up in the comparison trap. We are distracted by what everyone else has and does that we forget about ourselves. I want to offer here that if you're going through some uncertainty in life, or you're feeling like you're not good enough to do X, Y, and Z, do a life audit. Go back to the basics. Remember one thing, your why. The why is what got you started on your journey, right? Your why is for you, not for someone else. There is no room for not good enough. You have to remember why you took that next step, why you do what you do. When you revisit your why, you will recharge creativity within you. You will refuel that fire that started it all. The purpose behind why you do the things in your business marriage, and motherhood. Sometimes when we lose touch with what matters to us the most, it's easy to fall back and compare to others. We drain all of our energy worried about what everyone else is doing. That's why it's so essential to reconnect with our why so we can shift focus back onto what we've been called to do in this life. Okay, number four, write it out. When we are in our circumstances, we carry a heavy burden, our thoughts. 
Whatever we think about a situation will always translate into a feeling or emotion. That feeling will determine what action we take or don't take in life. I want to offer that when we have no energy left from completing a busy to-do list, it's easy to fall victim to what happens to us. We go through the motions, spend most of our days reacting instead of responding. And I'm telling you, journaling and writing it all out helps. When we get our thoughts on paper, we regain control of them and take back our power. The power to choose. Not to mention the incredible effects writing can have on our minds. When we allow our thoughts to control our emotions and feelings, we lose every time. I want to encourage you that at the beginning of each day, do a thought download. Essentially, a thought download is getting down every thought you have that morning on paper. The good, the bad, and the ugly ones. What you've written down is something that only you need to see. It's things you want to get out of your head now before you begin the day ahead. Now, I know you're probably wondering, but can I just do this any time of the day? Yeah, of course you can. This exercise isn't just for the early morning. You can do a thought download whenever you feel the need to recharge and reconnect with what's going on in your mind throughout the day. Number five, get moving. Not only is exercising your mind essential to help you reconnect with yourself, but so is physical activity. Are you feeling blah? Are you feeling tired? I know it sounds counterintuitive, but jump on the spin bike for 10 minutes. Go for a walk. Dance in the living room. Do whatever you can to get some exercise. The other day, I was feeling not up to par. I was in a total crap mood. So I got my butt off the couch and did some body combat for 30 minutes. And then guess what? My mood totally shifted. So I hopped on the spin bike for another 20 minutes. It's incredible how being in an emotional rut can make for significant change to our mind and body. Enough for us to say it's time to get up and get moving. All right, number six, read a book. This is the same concept for me with my journal. I have to have a notebook handy no matter what, because I will have an idea come to me in one minute and be out of my head in the next. So I have to make it a habit to keep my journal handy. So make it a habit of keeping a book nearby. You never know when you'll need to overcome the overwhelm and yes, escape reality for just a few chapters of that book. I know I've talked before about not distracting yourself, But this activity can be a good one if you work all day on the computer or you have to work on your phone and you just simply need a break from the screen. Also, side note, the lockdown has definitely brought on a love for reading again for me. Probably in the last five months, I have read four or five books. I know, don't make fun of me. (laughs) I know that's probably like, what? That's like not a lot of books for some people who love to read. But I used to love to read. And for me now, reading a book is that quiet time I can give to myself to reconnect and recharge and not have to worry about what's going on for a little while, at least 20 or 30 minutes. Okay, number seven, say yes to fun. In a world full of demands, especially for us as working moms, we feel bad when we say no. 
I covered this in the last episode, we have such a hard time turning people down. It can lead us to pure exhaustion, my friends. Of course, I'm sure you already have experience with this. However, when we are saying no to someone or something, we are saving our best yeses for fun and fulfillment of our own lives. So do something for yourself. When we leave room for yes, we sort out what's most important to us. And let me tell you, the right yes has the power to move us forward. Recharged, refreshed, and reconnected. Number eight, cook a meal together. I set out a long time ago that there had to be at least one or two days a week that my family eats dinner together. Not only eat together, but cook it together too. Our schedules are all so different. We all like different foods and we mostly eat at different times. And there comes a time where I miss my family (laughs) so much. My husband's often really busy and, you know, works late hours. But just being together in the kitchen helps me feel connected with them. We can talk about our day. And it's such a great activity to help fuel your mind, body, and heart with a little family connection. Number nine, go to bed on time. Sleep is probably the number one reason we become irritable, unproductive, and easily distracted throughout our days. Sometimes all it takes to refresh and reset yourself is a little more sleep. Now, I'm not talking about the power nap like in number two. I'm talking about really honing in on a nightly routine and taking care to get the rest you need each night. Now, I'm not sure why. It's probably because I was younger, but I used to be able to stay up late and not really worry if I would be able to function that next day. But as I've gotten into my mid-30s, I have a hard time with this now. But as I view waking earlier as a priority, I've naturally valued an early bedtime. I have a teaching job that I wake up very, very early, 4.45 in the morning, and I have been doing that for three years now. So I have to make sure that I'm refueled and recharged for that early schedule in the morning. So you might be wondering, how do we get the maximum amount of sleep each night? Well, here are some tips that I use in my own life. It's great in setting up a really awesome nightly routine. So number one is stay away from caffeine after 2 p.m. I learned a very long time ago that I shouldn't drink tea after a certain time of the day. I know there's some people out there who aren't affected by caffeine at all and they drink coffee until bedtime and sleep just fine. But for me, I can't have anything caffeinated after like noon, you guys. (laughs) Okay, number two, put away the screens 30 minutes before hitting the pillow. Our brains get wired from a busy day, so I think it's recommended that we cut out the noise at least 30 minutes before going to sleep each night. And I can't tell you there's something so awesome about this no screen thing. Like, we haven't even used our TV in the bedroom before going to sleep in almost like a year. Total game changer in the gotta get good sleep department. Hey, number three, drink some sleepy time tea. Chamomile is definitely a favorite here in my house. And research shows that chamomile, in fact, does have a calming effect and reduces anxiety. So maybe I should try that during the day. I'll let you know how it goes. And number four, talk about the highlights of your day as a family. You guys, this has helped us so much 
not only for us to get more sleep, but also with the connection of our family too. I find that honest conversations before bed help me feel relaxed and ready for a good night's sleep. Now, these are just some of the things we can incorporate in a nightly routine to ensure proper rest and sleep. And maybe you've already tried some of these, but hopefully some of them will help you get some good Z's. Okay, and finally, number 10 way to recharge and reconnect with the true you is to relax the body and mind. If you're sore from a hard day's work, chances are you need to relax your body. If you had a crappy day, chances are you need to relax your mind. My favorite way of improving both mind and body is to recharge with a hot shower or bath. Again, this is one of those activities not only for the evening, but any time of day. I can't tell you the number of times in the afternoon I'll jump in the shower to clear the fog, wash away the worries and cares... And bonus, if you love essential oils, you can drop some in the bottom of the tub and the steam from the shower will disperse that into the air. It makes for such a beautiful and relaxing time for yourself at the beginning, middle, or end of a busy, long day. There you go, friend. A list of 10 things you can do right now in your life to reconnect with the true you. Of course, this is only a list of 10 and it's not exhaustive by any means. So I'd love for you to comment on what you like to do to reset and recharge your body and mind. I hope that what I discussed today has inspired you to put down your phone and be aware of what's happening right in front of you. So disconnect from the outside world and find time to reconnect with yourself. Carve out a little white space to recharge your own batteries. When we take the time to observe life around us, whether we're in nature or in ourselves, something shifts. We look at the world differently. We fill our cups first. By doing that, we have something to share with others when the time comes. Taking care of ourselves is taking care of our families. Okay, that's all I have for you today, friend. Thank you so much for taking time from your busy day to listen to another episode. And if anything I discussed resonates with you, I'd love for you to share it with someone you love. And could you do something special for me? I'd love it if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast. When you leave a review, it helps other women just like you find Inspired Weekly. And if you couldn't tell already, I'm in the process of trying to change lives. As always, I'm all about community and connection here. So if you have any questions about the show, DM me on Instagram where I'm at Inspired Weekly Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to episode number 10, and I'll catch you in the next one. 